Here's what's happening in the news. I'm John Ryan reporting. Carroll City officials signaled their support for a larger tax abatement plan for a proposed apartment complex renovation near downtown. The 12-unit building at 502 North Court Street was purchased last year by Court Street LLC with the intent to restore the nearly 100-year-old structure to its original 1929 appearance. Adam Schwears, one of uh, Court Street LLC's investigators, investors, approached the council last August requesting a 10-year, 100% tax abatement on the increased value of the property when the renovations are complete. The city already has a five-year, $75,000 abatement schedule in place, and interim city manager Jeff Kaler says there would be steps to follow if the city council wants to change that. We have the ability to do so, but whatever is decided upon would have to apply to all other similarly classified properties. So in this case, what we're classifying as multi-residential, three units and above. If that decision is made to reclassify that group of properties, Initially, it would have to apply citywide. Alternatively, Kaler says they could adopt a new abatement schedule for a specific area of the community, but they would uh, need they would uh, they would need a new designation to separate an urban revitalization district inside the existing urban renewal district that runs along the Highway 30 corridor. And essentially what we're looking for is direction. One, if the council has a desire to adopt a different schedule, do you want it to be a 10-year, 100% abatement? Are you looking more at a 10-year sliding scale abatement? And if so, would you like to have it citywide? Would you rather have it just be in the urban renewal area? Or would you like to do a carved out area? Once we get that direction, then we'll work with our attorney to see what we have to do to make it work. Now, according to Schwears, Court Street LLC is anticipating an approximately $1.8 million capital outlay on the building that the Carroll County Assessor's Office currently values at under $250,000. He says the complete abatement would provide the developers some breathing room as they work through the lengthy project and compared it to similar projects that they have in Jefferson. And the tax abatement does also help with the business plan as a whole. These things take quite a bit of time. You know, Jefferson's property was unique just in fact that we did it during COVID, so that delayed a lot of things as well. But, you know, I mean, we're coming up on three years owning that property, and we just finally opened in June of this last year. So we've still got, I think, five units that we've got to get filled over there. So these things do take time. You know, you've got to get the whole project done, and then you got to get it full. <laughs> So the, the abatement does help in that regard, too, as far as the business plan is concerned. Now, Ward 4 Councilwoman Carolyn Seaman noted the renovation checks multiple boxes by adding to the city's residential housing options and expanding the tax base. Ward 3 Councilman Kyle Bauer says approval is just postponing tax revenue from a property that is barely generating any as it is. One thing, too, on this, when people think of a tax abatement, they're thinking, okay, the taxes are gone completely or they're, they're forgiven. Well, it's just on the increase of value, and we're already not getting anything out of it. Yeah, it's just going to be a gain, a gain for future. Now, the city would need to commit a few thousand dollars in attorney fees to carve out a new district and prepare a developer agreement with Court Street LLC. The council did not vote on that request at their February 13th meeting, but they did direct city staff to start work on the process. The new abatement schedule and redrawn urban renewal district will appear on future meetings agendas for approval.
and one person was killed in a single vehicle crash on Sunday night in southwestern Iowa, Ottomans County near on Ottoman County near Exira. Rick Hansen has that story. The Iowa State Patrol says 52-year-old Stephen Joseph Smith of Adel was driving a 2006 Hyundai Tiburon northbound on. Lark Avenue, just north of 335th Street, when the car went out of control. The vehicle entered the west ditch and rolled over, coming to rest on its roof facing south. Smith died at the scene. He was wearing a seatbelt. The crash remains under investigation. Reporting from Atlantic, I'm Rick Hansen for Radio Iowa News. Well, from driving tractors to school to educating elementary students on the importance of feeding the world, FFA Week is underway nationwide. There are 18,606 Iowans that are involved in the program, including... Hunter Hayes of Webster City, who likes the interaction. Big opportunity to get involved with community um, high school, get your name out there, um, be able to help out with a lot of different um, organizations. FFA does help out with food drives and different stuff like that, and it does actually help make a difference within the community. Now, Hayes says the FFA has helped him broaden his abilities. You really become a really close group of friends. You spend a lot of time together. You do some traveling. Um, you learn practical skills for the real world, going out, talking to people for some donations, um, lining up different events. You really learn a lot of skills that help you out moving forward with your life. He says the group used to be called the Future Farmers of America, but became FFA to make everyone feel welcome to the group. And that is to really broaden that spectrum of is FFA doesn't look to just say this is only for farmers and farmers' children. We really want this to be a community organization and bring everyone in to be a part of it. Now, FFA is 95 years old, and if you want to find out more, there's a great website, www.ffa.org. That's a look at what's happening with your news here on KCIM. Weather coming up.